All right, and we're talking off the air here. Tom Mazaway and Clarence Black on the wrap on NRM Streamcast. Just reminiscing about some Super Bowls yeah. back in the day. And we're here at live at the Jim Reels Friendly Chrysler Jeep Studios. We're excited. We're going to have uh, Isaiah Thomas coming up in a little bit with Terry Foster and Jimmy King. But we got his teammate coming up in just a couple of minutes, Buddha, James Buddha Edwards. But that's why we were talking off the air, Max. I'm, I, I, like I was saying it. You know, when you give us everything you got, we love you. We like we James Edwards belongs to us. Yeah. Like he belongs to us. He's been on you know a lot saying? of teams, but he belongs to us. Yes. Like it's like James Detroit hyphen Edwards. <laughs> Buddha hyphen Detroit. Ed, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like we and what I was saying was this like Spielman never won a, a Super Bowl, uh Her, you know, Herman right. Moore never won. But but we loved him in a way Barry. like Barry. <laughs> because if you give us everything, like I was saying, man, we we here we hold you. Like we appreciate We do. We appreciate it. And that's why it's just like 84 Tigers, man. It's just it's just something about it. My sister uh, was on the phone with me yesterday on FaceTime and she's just laughing and she's like looking at all our tweets over the over the last week, over the last <laughs> few days about, you know, our pistons against yeah. the Bulls. And, and she thinks that we're going overboard. No. She, she, and she thinks, she me know. personally, she thinks I'm like revisionist history. She's like, I don't think you thought that, you know, back when you were watching it the first time. Yes, I'm like, it. yeah, I did. Yeah. Even though I was in New Jersey, yeah. I was rooting for that Piston team, and mm-hmm. I hated the Bulls. Yeah. She's like, how do you hate the Bulls? I'm like, I'm like I just did. Yeah, hated That's, the Bulls. And I didn't like them, and I don't appreciate And I'm like, and when Jordan puts this documentary out, he doesn't mention yeah. The the whole spiel, you know, in between games three right, and four, three and four when he's yes. sitting behind the bench. But remember what I told you. What pisses me off is nobody talks about like if you if you just look at the last dance, you would think, oh, they lost to the Pistons in eighty nine and ninety. Like, no, you didn't. You lost in eighty eight, eighty nine. Bro, you were three and zero. Oh. We were owning you. <laughs> we were owning you. So we, we weren't just beating you. We were owning you. We can't get over this, can you? You'll never no. get over this. You know what the Pistons' all-time record is against the Bulls in the playoffs? Four, up four, down two. Okay. Period. Period. All right. And Lamb said it best. Who is he? Like, I, man, I, and I was not a Jordan hater, but I, I'm telling you, I'm, I became 12 years old. I, I firmly admit I am a 12-year-old with my bad boys jersey, yep. Lamb, and, Lamb and Rick. I'm, I am. I literally have become. A twelve-year-old. Have and the I'm T-shirt, right with it. the cartoon, yeah. the cartoon T-shirt. Which one? With the with the, the, bad the skull? Boys. No, no, no. The bad boys. The uh, caricatures. No, I want it though. You got I bet I you. I got to get it. I bet you Buddha's got one. Man, yes. That's Buddha. I'm, I'm asking. James Edwards on the phone with us here with Tom Mazoy and Clarence Black. What's up, Buddha? How you doing? We're What's good, going man. On? Hey, thanks for uh, thanks for thanks for sticking out with us here over the, over the last few days. We appreciate it, man. Hey, no problem. No problem at all. Hey, congratulations! Have you been, did you watch? Know, I'll just ask you: Did you watch? Have you been watching the documentary with the with the Jordanaires? Yeah, you know I watch it. Ain't nothing else to watch on TV. You got to watch something. <laughs> so, what's your take on it on uh, last on last Sunday's uh, you know Bulls bull crap? I'll call it you know with the Pistons. Do you think do you think Jordan was telling the truth, or do you think he was kind of like telling the, telling it out of the side of his mouth? Uh, you know, it seems to be like those guys are still mad 30 years later. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get over it at one part of time. I mean, this is crazy. Hey, we got uh, we got your teammate Isaiah Thomas on later on today. He's birthday 59 years old today. 
And yeah, uh, happy birthday, Zeke! Isn't that something? Birthday. Yep, we'll tell yeah. we'll tell him you said so. But uh, out of all the yes, teams indeed. you played for, James, out of all the teams you played for, you won two championships here in Detroit, and then you won one in your last year with those Bulls. <laughs> I mean, talk yeah, about yeah, talk about he. Yeah. Had, I, it, yeah, give me the give me the difference. Come on, I, man! I know you played more when you were playing with us, and you weren't playing as much at the end. But give me no, give, no, give, I, us, I, give know, us a I scoop. Didn't play much. They told they told me that before I even got up there that I wouldn't play too much, and I was fine with. That. And, uh, you know, I didn't know how it was going to be once I got there, but it was fine. I mean, Michael could have been an asshole to me, but he was cool. He was cool. And, uh, you know, we had a tremendous season that year. We had went 72 and 10, and uh, it was just a great year. Dennis had a great year that year also. So did Scotty. Buddha Edwards, Piston legend, on with us. Hey, Buddha, listen, man, I can't be professional because I'm just a twelve. I'm a twelve year old fan right now, so uh-huh. I, I gotta ask you when you came when you came here. How soon was it when you became a Piston? Did you realize that you had something special? And to this day, are you still amazed at at your personal relationship with this fan base that that loves you? Well, I. I... I, I knew as soon as I was getting traded that year that I was, you know, going to a special team. You know, I knew a bunch of those guys already. Uh, I was in Phoenix at that time, and I was just happy to get out of that situation <laughs> and come to Detroit. And, you know, unfortunately, we had a bad call in that series in 88 where we lost to the Lakers because Kareem, you know, Lambeer got that phantom call. Yep. <laughs> if you look at the tape today, I don't see any contact on there. <laughs> No, we all know that. We all know that. <laughs> but it was fun. You know, we came back the following year and, you know, we took care of business. But uh, we could have won three in a row at that point. And finally, at the end, uh, let's face it, when the Bulls finally got knocked you guys out, they were coming into their own. You guys were at the end of the rope. You know, you left it all out there on the court, let's face it. But on that last year and that game, between games three and four, do you remember Michael Jordan speaking ill about the Pistons? They all were. I mean, they were they were disrespecting us. I mean, they were like, I was like, man, is that how you treat the champions going out? You're just going to talk crap about them? You haven't even won yet. But, you know, that was just them at that point. James Edwards joins us here on The Wrap. Tom Asaway, Clarence Black, NRM Streamcast. Buddha, did you – so – the the video of the walkout is weird because it really you really only see Rodman Lambeer and Isaiah and I I still have yet to see footage. I know Sally said that he didn't and he kind of stayed. So you personally, because I, I don't see you on the tape. Where where were you in the whole thing? Did you leave or how did how did that transpire for you that day? I was uh, I was walking behind those guys, so we we all kind of left. Except the guys that were still on the floor. <laughs> uh. You know, Isaiah and Lambeer were ahead of me. I was behind them. And did the Bulls ever, did anybody ever ask you to apologize? Did that ever, did that ever occur? No, it didn't. No, it never occurred. When I got on the team, they never asked me to apologize or anything. (laughs) I mean, what is there to apologize about? That we didn't shake their hand? Yeah, looking looking back now, how do you feel about that? Uh, I mean, it, honestly, the way they were talking about us, I wouldn't have shut their hands anyway. Thank the you. The way yeah. they were dogging us in the papers, why would why would you want to shake their hands? 
And conversely, in 88, did you did you have any problem with Adrian being at the foul line and, and Larry Bird and those guys are taking off? Oh, no. See, nobody says nothing about that. And <laughs> we didn't even make a deal about that. Who? I mean, you know, they got off the floor. So what? They're saying they ran for their lives because it was at the Silverdome and they were nervous that the fans were going to come. That was their excuse. If anybody's going to be nervous, they're going to be nervous in the Boston Garden with all them crazy fans. <laughs> <laughs> they were nuts, man. They stormed the courts many times out there. Oh, yeah. Hey, I got to ask you, so obviously you're in Phoenix, and you know people might say, well, the weather was nice. I mean, because that's always this argument about – you know, the stereotype of, of Detroit. But when you came here, what about these Piston fans most most surprised you that you didn't know from from being in Phoenix, maybe? I mean, these fans are the best fans because they, you know, I mean, they were at every game. I mean, they were supporting us. That Silverdome game where we broke the record, I mean, they were way up in the – third tier up there they probably even couldn't see us down on the floor i mean that was a great feeling that game when we beat boston and uh then we opened up the palace the following year but and then we had several sellouts in a row i mean the fans here are just some great fans they support you they're the working class fans here and you know we worked as hard on the floor as they did in their lives and that's what that's why they liked us so much and that's why they still love us Hey, how do you feel about the palace being torn down? Have you have you seen the pictures? Yeah, it's kind of disappointing. Uh, you know, Little Caesars is a great building, but you know, I'm, yeah, I, of course, I'm going to be partial to the palace sure. since we opened it up and we won championships there. We all are. The palace was a great. The palace was a great building. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. James Edwards joins us here on the wrap. Tom Asway, Clarence Black. Yeah, so again, I and I apologize. I normally want to want to be a professional broadcaster, but you know, I, I love my Pistons and and these damn Bulls didn't piss me off. But also, they were playing games, man. And I I I tell you something else. I forgot how much I couldn't stand fat ass Kevin Duckworth because I'm watching I'm watching a replay of Game One and he gave you a straight shot to the side. And I'm like, like Buddha yeah. shooting the fadeaway, but he got shot. Like I'm like, that's a foul. I was you'd have thought the game was live, man. It is. You'd have thought oh, it was live. Duck was, oh, Duck was a big boy, man. He, <laughs> he was a big boy. I swear he was. You and he did hit you out there. I mean, <laughs> so what? What don't what don't people get about? Uh, again, man. What just what don't people get about these back to back Pistons that you wish that that the NBA just figured out or NBA fans just figured out. It's, it just seems like nobody wants to just say. They make them a blip on the they, radar. Yeah. They make, they make your two championships like a and blip on the radar. And we don't do that to the Rockets. Like, no. like the Pistons nope. are somehow, the Pistons and Rockets are somehow afterthoughts in yeah. the Jordan. Like, this wasn't a 10-year run from 88 to 98. Like, the Pistons and Rockets existed. So what don't people get, Buddha? You know what? Uh... <laughs> I don't know. I, you know, they didn't. I don't think. You know, they didn't like our style of play. That's obvious. Everybody, everywhere we went, we got booed, which was fine with us. <laughs> um, you know, we did, we were just a very physical team. I mean, when I first got in the league as a rookie, we were playing the Washington Bullets. Wes Unsel and Elvin Hayes kept cracking me. I mean, they were <laughs> cracking me. I love those guys. And then you know. 
Wes cracked me again. So I cracked him. I, I just kind of turned a little bit and looked, and he was just smiling. <laughs> <laughs> He's one of my favorite all-time players, Wes. So, as a matter of fact, if I had a son, this is the truth, I was going to name him Wes. I mean, I, that's how much I loved Wes Unsell. shook my hand when I was 11 years old. Oh, he yeah, your hand? oh, yeah. He covered my hand like a blanket. Oh, my God. How yeah. tough was that son of yeah. a gun? <laughs> oh, he was tough. He was very tough. I mean, he was strong. I mean, Artis Gilmore was probably one of the strongest guys that I ever played against because you couldn't move Artis. Man. Then you had to play against Bob Lanier, and Kareem was in his prime. I mean, I had to go against all those big boys. <laughs> hey, James, I want to play a I want to play a cut for you from ESPN's uh, first take. You know Stephen A. Smith, I take it. You've heard of him. Oh, yeah. Okay. Check this out. This is Stephen A. talking about Isaiah Thomas and, you know, the whole Bulls thing, the whole walk-off. And, and I just want you to hear what, what he had to say about your teammate, and then I want to ask you a question about it. This is, this is Stephen A. Smith, one of my faves. Isaiah Thomas is going to turn 59 years old tomorrow. Today. Tomorrow is his birthday. He's going Today. to be 59 years old. You love him as a basketball player. I love him as a basketball player and a, and a person. Isaiah Thomas and I have been friends for decades. I love that man. All I'm saying is, is that he's so feisty, and he's always ready for a fight. And he has this insatiable appetite to make sure you understand precisely and exactly where he's coming from. If there's one piece of advice that I could potentially give him, and I don't know if he'll listen to it, to be quite honest with you, and that's within <laughs> his right because he's a champion and a Hall of Famer and one of the greatest players ever, okay? The reality is there's certain things you have to let go because I can assure you this. Jordan is not going to apologize for how he felt about the Pistons back then. He don't give a damn. I promise you that. His mentality is they're going to get over it. If Isaiah Thomas wants my advice, and I'm not sure he does, mimic Bill Lambert. <laughs> Bill Lambert, I'm going to say this to America uh -huh. again. I love this. It is not an act. <laughs> he didn't give a damn what you thought about him then. He doesn't give a damn of what you think about him now. Bad boys all day, every day, he could care too. He could give two cents about what you nor anybody else thinks. He stands by who he was. He stands by who he is. He ain't explaining a damn thing. And that is that. And true guys and, and superstars like Jordan and others actually respect that. Isaiah Thomas wants to convince you. And he's not wrong. All I'm saying is you can't legislate what's in other people's hearts and minds. They're going to feel the way they're going to feel. Let it go because it doesn't help him look any better. That's my advice. Oh, man. $10 million a year that guy makes. I think he earns every penny of it. <laughs> Stephen A. Smith. Uh, Buddha, I heard you chuckling like us. But, yes, the Bill Lambeer way. Yes, uh, I'm all for it, to tell you the truth. Whatever it was, Isaiah wasn't even talking about none of this junk until that series came up. They started calling him, asking him questions about what's going on and what do you think about what Michael and them guys said about the bad boys. I mean, I'm sure Isaiah doesn't really care about this stuff. I mean, he doesn't need to be beat up or anything like that. He's going to defend himself, which anybody's going to do. Right, I but think I think he's kind of all like, this stuff got brought up because of the series. I, I mean, know. we weren't talking about this stuff. No, we but weren't. it's 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 no secret. So, 
when you found out, when you guys all found out he wasn't on on the the dream team, you all right away understood the why, right? I mean, it wasn't. It, was it a shock to you, or did you guys go, "Yeah, no, I've seen that coming"? When you looked at who was on that team, well, I mean, you can kind of see the writing on the wall. I mean, the, <laughs> the you know, they didn't, you know, they didn't respect us. They didn't like us, and they probably, you know, I don't, I don't. <laughs> foresee them they could have got all together and say we're you know we're not going to play if Isaiah's on this squad I could see them doing that but then they took daddy rich they took your coach I know I know that now, made that's it a crazy whammy yeah <laughs> and then he he couldn't really do anything about it well he should have said take Isaiah and me or don't you don't take me right well yeah that's true too that's true too. Yeah, but you asking Chuck to turn down a, but a lifetime Isaiah definitely man. everybody in America knows Isaiah yeah. deserved to be on that team. God yeah, one of the fifty greatest players, you know, Hall of Famer. Exactly. Give, me, give me a break. Three time exactly. champion, including NCAA with Indiana. I mean exactly. What do you think of today's game, uh, Buddha, compared to back in the day? <laughs> <laughs> give it to me. <laughs> Buddha be out there shooting threes. Well <laughs> I mean that's the reason why they changed the rules, you know, when we were playing, they don't want to see defensive battles anymore. They want to see high scoring, dunking, and all that kind of stuff going on so they can have a lot of entertaining games. You know, our our games were very physical, uh, you know, not, not a lot of high scoring going on, but you know, a lot of people don't like to see that kind of basketball. They want to, you know, they want to see guys running up and down the court, full speed, shooting threes, and uh, you know that's what the game has turned into now. How would you compare Michael Jordan and the players of today, the LeBron James? Well, <laughs> just put it this way: <laughs> Michael would have probably been the lead scorer because nobody would have been able to hit him. I mean, he was getting hit every time he went to the lane back in the 80s and the 90s. And now you can't even touch a guy when you're going to the lane or you're out on the perimeter. I mean, he would, I think he would have a field day if he was playing in this era. Man. Well, we appreciate your time, James. Uh, it's great hearing from you. Stay healthy, stay well, and uh, we'll see. We'll see what, what the rest of this Bulls, uh, <laughs> Bulls uh, yeah. documentary tells us. Yeah, well, they probably won't talk about us anymore, so that's good. Yeah, that's good for them. But you know <laughs> what? Them, yeah. They should watch. They should watch the Bad Boys special again. Because they'll right. probably put that on at three in the morning. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much for coming on with us. Thanks for having me, guys. You guys have a good one. Stay you safe too. out there. Stay safe, Thanks, Buddha. Buddha. God bless, man. Okay. James right. James Buddha Edwards. Man, uh, man, that's, that's... You know, it's like a little schoolgirl. I am, man. Like I love them dudes. <laughs> like, but I'm like that though, man. I I just I I love I love sports and I love our team. I, I'm and with I you, just, man. Man, I just love that that I have such a respect for them and those guys, man. All those guys at the professional level. I just have such a respect to be good enough to get to that level and then also be good enough as a group to win a championship. Yeah. And and any anybody that does that deserves respect as as tough and as competitive as that league is man and we talked about it like you think of how many great players could not get over the hump and don't have rings and it's just man it is it is an endeavor unlike any other man and that is that's but again that's what we love about sports nothing on the planet do we give so much to something that has such very little impact on our lives absolutely i mean people always say hey 
How about your real life? I'm like, yeah. no, I'd rather stick with this. To be honest with you. <laughs> right. I always it's say, just a game. No, it's not. <laughs> no. So, so now we can officially say, after what thirty years, that that series wasn't just a game, and nothing Jordan did subsequently. Think about all the success that man had after that, and yet there is still something in that period. Yeah. In you see 19, his face when he talks about that, it? it. There is something. The Pistons put something in his soul. That it's a, that's what I say. The Pistons will forever be the 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 red wine stain on his white Persian rug. It's never coming out, homie. I think they made him. To be honest with you, I think he would deny it. But yeah, the weights, the 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 way that he went about his they drove his him. Me- yes. Well, like he said, he 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 did. He had to change everything. He had to he had to figure out. How he could get the most out of Pippen, he had to figure it out. They forced him to excellent, but that's what resistance does, man. It made him better. Same thing with the Pistons. The Pistons without the Celtics, without that target, yeah. it's getting to that target. What impresses me about the Bulls, I have to admit, is that after they got to the Pistons, they didn't let anybody else get them. Yeah. And some of that has to do with, I get it, Jordan left, but as long as he was around, he never let anybody else get him. And that that is special. How about this? They win their championships yeah. with a bunch of Pistons yeah. on, the, on yes. those teams. Yep. Buddha, one of them. Buddha, one. At the Sally. end. Sally. And, of course, Rodman. Rodman, Rodman, Rodman makes was the, Bulls. the piece. Rodman makes Listen. the Bulls win those championships. He Without him, I don't think they win all those championships. No. Well, all you need to do is look at the year before. So if if you go look at 95, he Jordan comes back, we're in 45. Who beats him? The Magic. Yeah. Young Shaquille. That was his first time back. His first, his first he came time back, back at mid-season. He, he came back mid-season, yeah. so right after the – so he had a good two and a half months. Right. Right? So Because it was March, April, and then into the, into the right. Eastern Conference Finals. Oh, yeah. But he and he wasn't like he 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 was nowhere near 100 percent. But no. even like 72 percent, Michael was still. Yeah. I mean, a dude scored 55. Then the following year in the garden, take it off the sheet easy. But what happened the following year was Rodman. The Magic killed the Bulls yep. in '95, particularly Shaq. And Horace Grant. Horace Grant. That's another guy that jumps. Horace Grant. So yep. all of a sudden, extra possessions. Dennis Scott's hitting threes. Anthony Hardaway's hitting threes. The Magic The Magic got all of the hustle points. The Magic The Magic had Horace Grant to do the stuff he used to do for the Bulls. They didn't have that. All of a sudden, now you go get Rodman. What happens in 96? They don't just beat the Magic. They sweep them. Yeah, they bury them. They bury him. And then what happens? Shaq. Shaq goes west. Yeah. So now your main rival is done. Out east done. Done. But the Knicks are tough. Tough, but an aging Patrick, an aging the yep. Knicks had their time. Yep. The Knicks sure had did. when Jordan left, the Knicks had ninety three to ninety six. Yeah, they had their then they shot. were done. And then the Pacers. Yeah. The Pacers had ninety six to ninety eight. Yep. Game seven in Chicago. Wow. Couldn't close. Yeah. So there were all these. T- and again. Good memory on that Pacers. I forgot about that. But what people have to understand, and, and Jalen Rose made this point on first take, and this is why the Pistons, Bulls, this is why Lakers, Celtics, this is why it all matters, because we don't have rivalries anymore. So the NBA not only got rid of the physical play, but think about what else happened. 
the thing that screwed Pippen was that long ass deal, 17, yeah. 18 million, seven years. Right. You would never do that deal today. Right. So now His what agent should never have allowed that. LeBron man. lives in a day and age where he won't have a rival. Because he, you won't stay any place long enough. And they, think of how many teams teams stayed together. The Bulls didn't have rivals because nobody stayed together. Right. And your rival has to do something that you got to live with. Your rival, to be a rival, that means I got to beat you eventually so that there is this anticipation of we don't know what's going to happen until you get – the Bulls didn't start the rivalry – until 91. It ended in 91. It wasn't a rivalry until they, they had to win in 91 to make it a rivalry. Right. And the Knicks had their shot, like we said. And I keep going back to that Knicks team with Pat Riley. And I can't get over 93. it. 93. I think about it. 93. Charles, yeah. oh, Charles Smith can't make a layup. Yeah. And uh, John Starks can't, implodes in game six. Can't make a layup. Seven. In, uh, yeah, in 94 in Houston. Yep. In Houston. The, what, three for something, 20-something yeah, or whatever? Was, he, he fell out of bed. And I, and I kept saying, keep shooting. I was with Riley. Yeah. Keep shooting. Keep shooting. It, it's got to drop. Yeah. But it never 94. did. But 93 was the one where, and and again, at home, closeout game, you can't make a layup, Charles Smith. Well. And Pippen, and who was making the play? Pippen blocked, Jordan blocked. Yep. There you go. And Pip had a shot to win it that year. On his own, without Jordan. People 94. forget that. In 94, yeah. yep. Game 7 to the Knicks. And the Knicks, of course, with Houston. Then, of course, the O.J. Simpson. Bronco. <laughs> yes, in the finals, man. In the finals. Good memory. Man. Buddha Edwards, man. Buddha Ebride. That's Good stuff, man. Oh, man. Thanks to David and Angel in the back. Stevie Mack at home. Thanks to everyone here at the NRM Streamcast. Clarence and I are coming back. We've got college football and basketball to talk about. Guess who's starting to get paid? Yes, NCAA athletes getting paid. Keep it here on The Wrap. NRM Streamcast, it's Maz and Black.